Good whatever time of the day it is, you happen to be listening. This is the PNA Podcast Express coming to you live and in person away from our normal venue. <laughs> but uh, we ate like kings. We did. We're hoping to have an appearance from the raccoons this I'm, evening. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the raccoons. I, it'll happen. It'll happen. We are here at the Filkins Ranch in Adam's Garage today. Yes. The lovely uh, echoey dynamics of the garage. Echoey, 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 echoey. Sibilance. Sibilance. So, yeah, the acoustics is going to be a little bit different. But yet better, good, still all right? I we don't know. St- we still have beer. Oh, yeah, lots we, of beer. Thank we, you. we ate well. Oh, yeah. You, you fired up the hibachi and made some fried rice that was wonderful, and the ribs were amazing. Yeah, that, that I got to mostly hand it to the wife on the ribs. We, we don't have any jerky to review tonight because we ate ribs, and they were delightful. They were fall off the bone wonderful. They were pretty fantastic. I, <laughs> I, was, I was pleased with that. Very pleased. Very yes. pleased. It was acceptable. Acceptable. All right, if you'd like to email us at... You can email the podcast at pnapodcastexpress at gmail.com. That's uh, pineapplenipplearsole at gmail.com or phonetically pineapplenipplearsole, pnapodcastexpress at gmail.com. Send us some emails, review us, tell us what we're doing wrong. Adam Filkins, Phil Nickel here. Another podcast, I guess. So we had a little snafu, snafu with our quick trip last week. It'll be okay. Yeah, I'll be uploading the correct podcast, the correct quick trip uh, <laughs> later. So you know, <laughs> you get a bonus this week. Bonus. I hope you enjoyed the best of edition, the best of episode eighteen twice. It was the one where we talked about the impossible meats and uh, whatever the uh, railing on vegans. So. One of our listeners, Eric, said, I- I'll listen to you guys talk shit about vegans all day long. Yeah, so. well, it's a pretty easy target. So thank you for that, Eric. And, of course, uh, our historian, <laughs> our historian, Cookie, was like, I see what you guys did. And he had a conspiracy theory about it. And I just went with it. And I said, you cracked the code. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, any emphasis on uh, vegans yeah. sucking is pretty good <laughs> and of course our super fan katie mcconaughey the og fan she noticed and she's like did you upload the same podcast twice and i'm paraphrasing there and no that's we not recorded her it twice yeah we, we we're, we're that good it's so scripted you know our show our yeah. show's so well planned and so scripted we were able to exactly duplicate the same podcast twice in a row we recreate actually I did it all on my own because we've done this enough now that I can do a perfect imitation of you. <laughs> so, I know. So I'm listening to it, and I'm like, holy shit. That's me, but that's not me. Like, yeah. I, I could tell. you spot on, though. I mean, uh, the only... I think uh, you didn't draw out an R in, in uh, one of the words that I normally would have a little bit longer. That was the only giveaway. I'm like, yeah, I might have drawn... It's just Adam sitting here doing it solo. Dude, he's doing both both sides, both yeah. bits. I didn't draw the R in race car. That's a car. 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 Driving a race car. I was driving around, zooming around my race car. (laughs) Like Fred Flintstone driving around with both feet. (laughs) Oh, man. So what's new or exciting? Anything grinding Um, your gears? No, long weekend. It was a long weekend. I had today off, too, and it was heavenly. I had a four-day weekend. I've got to go back to the shit show tomorrow, so. 
Yeah, but what a short week. I mean, three uh, days. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna serve three days time and then go back on. Uh, and they're still gonna pay me. Leave of absence. <laughs> leave of absence. <laughs> LOA, leave of absence. And uh, and you know, going to work is kind of like a conjugal visit because they fuck you. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's prison sex rules. It's not. It's all the sex you want, but not the sexy. Or all the sex you need, but not the sex you want. That's yeah. the prison sex rules. Yeah. Well, and, and the fact that uh, they started giving you soap at your uh, Christmas party all the time. <laughs> That's true. That's true. They're Our like, next big project is put in some showers. Here's your Christmas bonus. It's not going to hurt as much next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I did have something that was grinding my gears, but I forgot what it was. Well, it's kind of hard when you have a, yeah. you know, we're both kind of in a food coma. I know, right? And oh, we're man. live. I mean, I had, a, I had a large plate of food. Like, that's unlike me. And uh, let's face it, like I said, uh, I've got the meat sweats a little bit. And uh, a little gassy. Not gonna I lie, a little gassy. I don't want to be hypercritical. Yeah. But when you carry the girth around that we do, and you say, "It's not like me to eat a large plate of food." <laughs> Imagine what that plate of food looks like. <laughs> Must have just been a small plate because I'm a petite eater. <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie. Adam brought out cookie sheets for us to use as plates. <laughs> Mine was full. It was well stocked yeah. to begin with. Yep. You could hold an 18-pound turkey on that platter, and it was it was still falling <laughs> off the sides. I loaded it up. Oh, man. It's like back in the day when Riley and I would go to uh, the Chinese buffet and just eat and eat and eat, and they'd, <laughs> they'd start complaining. They'd get a little cross with us. We charge you double. I'm like, what? Come on, man. It says all you can eat. You're special case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went there one time with Haas over in Saginaw. Yeah. And uh, we were getting some looks. <laughs> well, <laughs> I remember we went to one of the local establishments because they had all you can eat, uh, all you can eat uh, fish fry, right? <sighs> so we get one reorder, and they're like, "Oh, that's typical." We get a third reorder, and they'd only bring like two or three pieces of fish each, and we're like, "Why don't you just bring us like five to eight pieces of fish, and then we'll only have to reorder like two or three times?" And they looked at us kind of cross. <laughs> we had yeah. reordering like five times. We had to stretch out after we left there. It was oh, yeah. terrible. Yeah, it, we just had. It was miserable. We had our our you know server come by and you know oh you need you need more drinks and yeah yeah go ahead and she took our plates when she came back she had an even larger stack yeah. of just going to get us drinks she had an even larger <laughs> stack of plates. There you go. And uh, but it's like if you don't want that then give me more than like an eight inch plate. Right. What the shit, man? I'm a man, damn it. I'm a man, damn it. When I go to some place, when I order something all you can eat. I'm going to get my money's worth, and I'm there to eat. Exactly. Like, oh, man. So I went through Taco Bell the other day, and uh, they were closed. And I thought to myself, hmm, they can't even find skinny people to work at Taco Bell right now. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it's it's in a sad state of affairs. So then I went to Taco Bell a couple of weeks ago in Cairo, and uh, definitely a fat person was making my food because it was very much to my liking. It the Cairo one is good. Cairo yeah. must be well-stocked with the uh, portly people. With, yeah. You always want fat people making your Taco Bell or Chipotle or if you go to any of those big burrito places. You know, there's nothing worse than going to one of those burrito uh, boutiques. I call them a burrito boutique. Yeah. <laughs> a burrito boutique. Because you're trying to be way more than you really are. And uh, they charge way too much, I feel like. So when you pay $9 and you get a burrito... Like, when you pay $9 for a burrito, it should be the size of your head, at least. Yes. there. You know, there is a restaurant in Texas named that. What? Burrito the size of your head. Burrito, really? Yes. 
huh, I'm clairvoyant now. And maybe I've heard that somewhere, but I don't know. We should go. We talked about taking the show on the road. Yeah, we need to hit a road trip and, you know. Just go be debaucherous somewhere. More than just to my garage. <laughs> I know, this is getting out and about. As I'm driving here tonight, I'm like, holy shit, I don't get over this way very much, man. It's a, a long trip, all 14 miles of it, you know. <laughs> there, there's a whole lot of stuff over this way. Holy shit, who knew this many other people existed? I'm just, <laughs> I'm in the realm of like three miles around me, like a radius. And then, you know, the drive to work just infiltrated with geese. Yeah, fucking geese. Oh, unbelievable. I, I left. There had to be a hundred of them out on the pond. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. there's no. I haven't seen any yet here tonight. Oh, if we went out there, they'd be there. I don't want to, man. I, I saw a bunch of Canadian geese in somebody's yard today, and I thought to myself, I'm glad I don't reside in that yard. Yeah. Fuck those geese. They just, geese are terrible. They are. Ugh. They're horrible, horrible animals. So over the weekend, they, there's chicks at my mom's house, baby chicks, chickens. And my daughter kept carrying a bunch of them around. And I said, just wait until one of them poops in your hand. And she laughed and didn't think that was possible. About a half hour later, she comes in with shit all over her hands. Said, she, was, she was cool about it, but she's like, I can't believe one of them shit in my hands. I'm like, well, you're carrying the fuckers around for like five, ten minutes each. When they gotta go, they gotta go. One's gonna shit in your hand. Yeah, and they don't care. Yeah, of course. They don't care where they shit. Chicken, Ew. Chickens. The last thing on a chicken's mind is, where am I gonna shit? Yeah. It doesn't care. Nope. Fucking right. chickens don't care. I'll tell care. you what they think. They think right here. That's right. You right know where here, I'm gonna right shit? Now. Right here. Yep. Right now. <laughs> Gotta right poop. Now. Gotta poop. Do you, nah. think, do you think animals... So, I know humans will hold it in. Like, humans will hold it in to wait until they're in a proper, you know, setting... To take a shit. Do you think any other mammals on the face of the earth actually do that? Dogs do. Dogs will. Yeah, that's true. That's a great point. That's a great point. Domesticated cats, cats dogs. probably do too. But to non-domesticated animals, right? I, I, I can tell you that raccoons do. They they do hold it in. They will wait until they find a, a good spot. Okay, where yeah. they feel safe. Maybe yeah. is that so? So and, that and be, away from where they eat and stuff like that. So would that be an animal's only motivation is to make sure it's in a safe spot to shit? Yeah. Because I know dogs make a weird amount of eye contact when they're taking a poop if you're outside with them because they're, they're looking for you to protect them because right. they feel vulnerable. Yeah. So dogs will, dogs will lock eyes when they're dropping the biggest of fucking deuces, man. And it's, it's semi-disturbing, but yet I guess it's kind of heartwarming to know that they care about you that much that they, hey, dude, man, yeah. I'm dropping a huge me. fucking shit here. You got here. me? You got me? Like, if, if, oh, some, shit. if some apex predator is trying to sneak up on me, like, you got me, right, dude? Yeah, yeah you got my back. That's right. Yeah, you do what you got to do, because I'm I can't pinch this shit off and fight back, man. No, no, I'm all I can do is whip around and hope to get some shit on them. Yeah, just, what an unusual amount of eye contact, though. I noticed that with Bella. She's she'll be outside taking it when she's pissing. She doesn't care. They can cut that off and cut bait and run oh, in yeah. a hurry. But pinching off a loaf, I mean, I guess I'd feel the same way. I've never in my life experienced taking a dump in fear. I've never taken a fearful shit. Have you I ever, always, well, I, I always FaceTime people and, and like hold the camera up so it shows behind Do you make eye contact with I'm like, with I'm like <laughs> anything coming? Look at me. Look at me. Anything look coming? at me. Look at me. And most of the time people are like, it's just a wall behind you, dude. Stop calling me while you shit. Look at me. And I'm like. Dude, I need you to maintain eye contact with me. Yeah. I need you to know, you, I need, I, I yeah. need to know you're there. Yeah. I, I need a friend. Thank yeah. you for being a friend. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Ha! <laughs> <Good>. So. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So I've never. So could you imagine if, if you've ever had to fear, like, take a shit when you were being like stalked or you were some something's prey at the time and you were vulnerable? 
I, I think I think that a, might change a person. A human's pooping experience might be totally, and maybe what would be? I mean, besides wild animals, possibly maybe in a wartime situation if you were a soldier or something. I mean, having to take a dump while while people were shooting at you. Could you imagine like being like, all right? All these people are firing at me, but I got I got to drop. A I just got to drop a douche, man. I've and you know, I, and you know what? I've only got this one pair of fucking pants because we're out in the fucking bush. With my luck, I'd drop it on like a landmine. <laughs> oh, pitch it off, click. Uh oh. <laughs> you just hear it trigger it. <laughs> I don't know what he ate, but the oh. old daisy cutter just flies right up your ass. <laughs> what a way to go! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would suck. Well, we found the top half of them. Don't understand how that happened. There was shit everywhere. <laughs> Literally. Oh, it's not funny because I bet you it's happened. It's had, it's had, oh, had to have happened. Probably. <laughs> Could you imagine? Enemy soldiers were watching. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny. You, you have know, to... <laughs> we're right after Memorial Day, and there's so many things that I'd like to say, but same, I don't feel proper. Same. You know, I'd, I'd like to talk about the guy. Somebody's had to have accidentally shit on a landmine and set it off. Well, before, you would though. think so. Uh, or piss on one. Oh, would that trigger? I'd, who knows? Who knows how sensitive they are? I mean, I would think landmine triggers have to be fairly... Um, yeah. They have to have some sensitivity to them, but yet not a lot. Because you wouldn't want general things like insects or wind or, uh, you know, falling leaves to trigger them. Or rain. Or rain. So maybe piss might not. I don't know if you and, and a duke might not either. It might take like ten pounds of pressure, but with those MRE meals, <laughs> yeah, you never know. And the fact that some guy is holding it in Could for you, like a week wouldn't that be a double whammy? If like somebody triggered a landmine that somebody had shit on and it didn't set it off, so not only is there explosive, but it's shit everywhere too. Well, ah, this isn't funny, but yet it is. It's intriguing how bad, to think How about. bad would it be if you were like the enemy walking up on somebody? Ugh. They're taking a shit. You get within range. All you got is your bayonet. Yeah. So you're within range. You haul back. They drop the duke on the landmine. Takes you both out. I think we should. Write, I think we should. We should write a. I think we should write a movie. <laughs> <laughs> the history of shitting on landmines. Yeah. Because people consider shit. If you step at it, it's a landmine in and of itself. So it's it's almost like full circle, like the landmine setting off the a literal line. the literal interpretation of that. <laughs> yeah, this is horrible. Why do why did I go there? Why am I thinking about this? Why what what is? I'll ask the same question my therapist asks incessantly. What is wrong with you? I did not exactly run away from the topic, my friend. No, you were intrigued, <laughs> yeah. and hopefully, I mean. What a way to go. I mean, if you were to, just squatting down to take a dump and you, you happen to be over top of a landmine and it set it off. I mean, there's worse ways to go, I would think. <laughs> I just had the vision of a commercial with, like, Sarah McLaughlin playing in the background. <laughs> and some guy sitting there going, for just 55 cents a day, you can... You For the need, cost of a cup of coffee, you, you can, can help clear landmines from war-torn countries. <laughs> no more children have to die while taking a shit. No more duke mines taking people out. <laughs> Dukey mines. Oh. Dukey mines. Because there are still li- lots of la- active landmines out there in these some of these oh, yeah. war countries that they don't even that have been there for years and years and years. 
I got two dogs. There's lots of active land, active landmines <laughs> off my yard. There's a ton of them. I know the guy mowed my lawn today, and I didn't get a chance to clean it up, and the dog's been there for a week. And I'm like, oh, I guess if he doesn't care, I don't care. Lawn looks good. Yeah, well I mean, fertilized. There might be. Yeah, that's another thing. I've I've hit landmines of dog shit with the lawnmower before, and sent a nice, wonderful green and brown spray of there there are geese horribleness on my island like a lot of geese you have an island and it, i might as well i might as well go mow the ice rink it's so slippery out there <laughs> you're just sliding through and there's just like a spray of brown <laughs> it's just sliding everywhere i hate you geese uh, fuck you geese horrible horrible animals uh, they are terrible they are the worst <laughs> yep so we Those are, are well timed. We're, we're in Adam's garage tonight. It's uh, I thought today was supposed to be colder. No, it's beautiful out. It's like seventy-five yeah. degrees. It's perfect. Yeah, it couldn't be much better. I like I said, I I did my favorite thing today. Nothing. I got up. I woke up, and uh, that's the shit part. Like Saturday, I could I could have slept until I didn't have anything going on until the school of rock Saturday night. So like six o'clock in the evening is the first time I had anything going on. My fucking stupid ass woke up at 6.30 in the morning and I couldn't get back to sleep. Yeah, that happens to me sometimes, too. So this morning it was about 7 and I said, I, I'm, I'm, it's my day motherfucking off. I'm going back to bed. And so I laid in bed awake until about 9.30 and then my depression kicked in and I decided I couldn't get out of bed. I really decided there was no reason to get out of bed. And so I laid there for another 15 minutes or so and finally forced myself to get out of bed. And uh, I ate some soup and then I watched some TV and... And that's how the day kind of escaped. I did shower today, though, so kudos to me. I took nice. a shower. Nice. That's a yeah. big thing. And then I went and I picked up the equipment at the bar, at the tavern. It's the old STD, the Silver Tavern, so we could do it here. And uh, came here and you fed me a bunch of food. And now, like I said, I'm, I'm gassy. I'm, I'm a little logy from eating too much. I've got the meat sweats for sure. And we're doing a podcast. And we're talking about dying by shitting on landmines. What a perfect day. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than that, really. I, I couldn't think of... You know, if I had to plot out a day, and I, I would think that's it, it's pretty fucking pretty fucking rad, man. Yeah. And my lawn got mowed today, and it looks good. My lawn care service did a great job. So that's how I know how I've arrived in life. I said, you know, the key is is you want to have a house that's manageable, but having a big house and expensive shit's all good and well, but what about living in your means and having like paying somebody to mow your lawn and clean your house so you don't have to do that shit? That fucking is true. badass. Yeah. Although the money's not coming from this podcast, let me tell you that. No, the uh, nine cents of well, I think we I think we're up to averaging negative uh, fourteen cents. So Sarah McLaughlin probably gets more money for her. What it? What it? Dogs? No, she does the dogs. A- like ASPCA. PCA. She does the dog thing. Yeah, it's not sponsoring a child for like thirty-five cents a day. No, that's something. Sally Struthers. Oh yeah, she's a bitch. But just. 45 cents a day. You can help this child. <laughs> it's like, I don't even help my own child's. Uh-oh. Or I can save that 45 cents a day. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sound effect. Oh, shit! <laughs> Sorry, Sally. I lost my, lost my train of thought. I think every train got <laughs> lost in that one. Sounded uh, like a train wreck. <laughs> So, so much for showering today. (laughs) 
So much for showering today, I guess. That's all right. I'll shower tomorrow morning again. Yeah. Where are these fucking raccoons at? Eddie Ferry's going to be upset if I pet a raccoon. Well, I will guarantee the one will be out here later. I, I don't know what where the one that's up there normally is. She yeah. normally comes out when we're out here talking, but... Oh, I know what grinds my gears. Kids in headphones. We were just talking about it. I yeah. got a new pair of headphones. They're fancy. I they're retro. They're, yeah. They sound great. They're like, they're like cans. Like yeah, you would, yeah. They're, yeah. They're supposedly good studio monitors. I paid a, a decent amount for them. It's not overly expensive. Uh, Adam is, is savvy enough, and I'm savvy enough, that we, we find quality equipment but don't have to pay the outrageous prices. Like, you look at the specs and reviews and shit. But uh, my kids just go through headphones like... Like bums through wine, man. They they break them, they wreck them. Like shit happens to headphones. I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? Well, I slammed them in a dresser drawer. How the fuck? Did, well, I was getting dressed and they fell off my head and I closed the dresser drawer. What? Why is that even? A, these oh, these are problems you should never ever have. Yeah. Situations like they're also first world. And problems. kids also drop everything in the toilet. I don't understand what. So, uh, I just gave you an ice cream cone. What happened to it? I dropped it in the toilet. What the fuck were you doing with your ice cream cone in the fucking bathroom to drop it in the toilet? Unbelievable. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus. Yep. Sorry, I went on a little rant there. but yeah. No, you're, you're... They drop everything in the toilet. I'm like, Dad, I dropped so-and-so in the toilet. I'm like, what the fuck? Dad, I dropped the goldfish in the toilet. Well, just flush the fucker at this point probably a solid option yeah they let him go live in the wild hopefully he doesn't sense any landmines on the way down (laughs) oh boy oh kids i love my kids to death but i love mine to death too but they'll they'll drive they'll drive you nuts they're little insane people and they come up like i said with these situations you never thought you'd ever be in i remember one time i was at hooters in saginaw when i was in college and there's this one girl and i always thought she was outrageously hot because she was I walk up, I'm like, hey, Jody, how's it going? She's like, hey, pretend you don't know me. I'm using a fake ID. And like an idiot, I'm like, okay, I gotcha. I went back to my table and I thought to myself, how the fuck, what the fuck, why would even the waitresses here at Hooters and Saginaw know that I know this girl and even give a fuck about it? Or assume that because you know her, she's underage. Right, exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, wait a minute. Did you get the brush off? You done played yourself, fool. Oh, yeah, I've been getting... You know, I'm... I don't know if it's my personality. It's... Yes. (laughs) 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 Ha! Ha! Oh, yeah? Well, screw you guys. I'm going home. (sighs) Episode two, drink. Women just don't like Phil. I don't understand it. Ugh, I... I've, I've given up. I just... Uh, women are just... Uh, I don't understand. Like, when you think you're onto something or when one likes you, all of a sudden she's chasing after some other dude or or they've got a nicer car or a bigger dick or better looking or more money. I just think I'm done with women. Ha! <laughs> Gay! Not like that, though. No, I wouldn't I would think yeah. like that. I'm not. It's okay. And... It, uh... I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated beyond all belief right now. I I, I can understand that. Not sexually, well, because I know what I like and I can do it myself. But I, I'm I'm 21 years from from that frustration. So <laughs> so you're not the best person to talk to about this. 
probably none of our listeners are either. Oh. Well, let's face it. Our listeners are not going to talk about anything. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, you know that... I mean, sorry, guys, but sometimes the harsh truth is the only truth. There's no fucking... Not very few Rhodes Scholars or fucking therapists in the midst of our... Actually, therapists are the worst because their lives are more fucked up than anybody else's. Well, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to walk up to one of them and be like, Hey, how's it going? They're going to be like, Geese aren't that bad. Yeah. And and then uh, I drive a car. Car. My car has three R's. Holy fucking shit. What the fucking bloody hell? I mean, uh, let's face it. None of the ones that li- really listen to the podcast have the attention span to still be listening 25 minutes in. I'm shocked we have the attention span to be here and do as much as we do. Who? What? <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? Yep. Any karate kicks to the crotch in the last week or so? Oh, definitely. Yeah, mine's just having to go to work every day. My Man, I wish I could do this shit for my fucking life, like podcast, do this shit. Well, we could if our listeners would follow directions. And A, uh, Steve Gutenberg for a day. Needs holy to shit, I'd forgotten all about that. We're at episode 61, and I've already forgotten about Steve Gutenberg. We still talk about episode two, but I just, I just want a friend for a day. Yeah. I have no friends. A famous like, friend. I, I, yeah, I realized this. I went a lot of places over the weekend, and it was all by myself. And I kind of felt like a loser. I was sitting in a few establishments all by myself, and I'm like, I need I need friends, and then I'm like, but I don't like people. It's it's a conundrum. Yeah, there's that catch twenty two of, well, I could enjoy spending time with you, but that would mean I would have to spend time with you. Yeah, it's like, so I like being a loner, but yet I don't. It's it's a real, I, I value my alone time, but yet it annoys me sometimes because let's face it, who wants to hang out with me? I definitely don't want to hang out with myself. Well, I I'll tell I tell people all the time, it's not me, it's you. Yeah. It's, don't, it's, it's not me, it's you. That's great. Yeah. That's great. It's not me, it's you. And that's how I feel. 100% the truth. Like, I wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. I enjoy spending time with myself. Yeah, and I do in certain situations. Um, but sometimes I just, I, sometimes I get too much of myself. And, and, and then I find that um, I've heard all my stories over and over again. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not really fascinated. I'm not... So, I'm not real dynamic, and that's the thing. Like, if I could be anything, I wish I could be more dynamic, but I'm not. I'm just, ugh. I'm very basic. If I could be anything, I I wish I could be like a bird. Yeah, being able to fly would be cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, what you want is cool, too, but... So, here's here's what I wonder. You know what would happen if if you were able to be more dynamic and I was able to fly? Yeah. Totally fly over you and shit on you. Of course, I would too. I'd be like, dynamic that, bitch. Bitch? You're not very dynamic at moving. Nope. Pretty easy target from up here, huh. bitch. Motherfucking Pearl Harbor I'm just bitch. I'm just telling you how it would go. Sitting That would totally ducks. be how it would go. Of course, I mean, if you were a bird, one of your biggest joys would be fucking shitting on things. Like, hey, look, George just washed his Camaro. Yep. <laughs> Time to shit on George. <laughs> and the Camaro. Yes. Oh, or maybe George in the Camaro because he's got T-tops. Oh, the sunroof is open. <laughs> yes, he is a total douchebag. <laughs> George, I know what you did last summer. He's got his red and black Michael Jackson pleather with lots of zippers on it. And his 84 IROC Z this with is, T-tops. This is for the three women you raped and for setting up landmines and outhouses. <laughs> oh, George. 
That would be a great hobby to go around and put landmines in outhouses. <laughs> so, so no joke. Uh, what about what about? Here's the idea. Here's the idea. Not necessarily a landmine like that would explode, but a trigger mechanism that all of a sudden popped out like one of those confetti like things. So when you drop <laughs> your deuce, all of a sudden it's it's aimed about about where you know face high from like the door perspective. So you're like you grump it out and boom. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Surprise! So, like, in my youth. In youths. In my youths. We used to take and drop works bombs. You're familiar with a works bomb? We used to drop them in outhouses at, like, the <laughs> parks around the area. Oh. Oh. We'd wait So, my down, friend's a dick, and here's why. Yeah. <laughs> they so put works bombs in, in outhouses. <laughs> oh, go on. And, well, it was. A, it was really loud. Yeah. B, the one time we opened the door afterwards, it was like, oh, that was a mistake. Oh, shit! Yeah. Because <laughs> you wouldn't think it would spray a lot out because they just kind of float on top, but we, we actually would weight them so that they'd sink a little bit. That's diabolical. And then it would blow like stuff up on the ceiling almost every time. Usually a little bit on the door. It's probably what I'm about to do to an outhouse here later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Total or destruction. That, or that chair. Finish him. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. Canadian ever. Uh, no. Anne Margaret? Nope. Trudeau? Oh, come on. Celine Dion. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. She's like a skeleton oh. with a wetsuit stretched over The female over her. worst. The male worst, Justin Bieber. Yeah. 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 Or I'm, I'm starting to feel that way about, oh, who's the... Uh... However, Shania Twain's a Canadian treasure. Oh, yeah. And we love the band Rush and Neil Young. Yes. They're, they're, they're Canadians that ne- can be in our corner anytime. Neil Peart. Yeah, God. Neil Peart. I never got to see Rush Live. It kind of bums me out. I put it off. I kept putting it off. I'm like, those guys are going to tour forever. Did somebody die? Yeah, Neil Peart died, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I didn't drummer. know that. Yeah, yeah, he passed away. Oh, I guess I do ago. remember that. About a year and a half ago, yeah. Yeah. Never got to see the Tragically Hip either because Gord Downey passed away too. Love Tragically That is tragic. Hip. They're... they're uh, they are like one of those Canadian indie bands. You should have been in a rush to see Rush, and it is pretty tragic that you missed the Tragically Hip. I wrote some haikus this week. Did I forgot you? them, though. Oh. No drunk fill notes? No, no, no drunk fill After notes. After a holiday weekend, there's no drunk fill notes. <laughs> I don't buy this shit. There are drunk fill notes. I, just, I was ashamed of them. One was me squatting over a landmine. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like drunk Phil wants sober Phil to die. <laughs> Death by shitty landmine. He's a, he's like you need to drink more asshole or die. <laughs> I'm like but my liver says otherwise. Maybe shit more often so it don't set off a landmine. <laughs> you need to train your <laughs> you need to train your bowels so every shit is at least is 14 ounces or less. You need to uh, you need some of that there fiber. 
You need Met, some fiber. Metamucil. What have you been eating, man? Wouldn't that be a great ad campaign for Metamucil? <laughs> Metamucil, so you don't die by shitting on a landmine. Oh, God. I like it already. I love it. I love it. I love Could it. I love you it. you see that commercial? <laughs> Metamucil, so you won't set off that landmine. So some old guy who's like, yep, <laughs> that's what I get for moving out in the German countryside. Nine! Dug my house right into a landmine p- field. <laughs> I don't know why a German sounds like he's from, like, you know, Tennessee. He sounds like he drives a Trans Am and listens to Freebird, Freebird on repeat. <laughs> Probably. Oh, man. But I drive that, I drive that Trans Am on the, uh, on the Autobahn. Drive Tra- it real fast. Trans Am is the only trans I like. I took transmission. Uh, I took that tranny right out of my Trans Am because I didn't like it. Now I don't go so fast. Now I just sit in the yard on blocks and drink beer. It's Pride Month. It is. I know. I thought as, about that after as, we were talking about Trans Ams and trannies. Hey, I bet you she'd grab us a beer. Oh, oh you, have, you have a full. I, I need to hurry up here. I'm sorry. You're slacking. I, I'm concentrating. Actually, I, I'm kind of full. Uh, we're used to having wait staff. Oh, no. Uh, I, I'm not married anymore, but I don't think that's a good idea. There's a note. There's a love note. Is that a drunken note? Nope. Does it say bangerang? Uh, it says going to Dollar General. Oh, shit. They're ubiquitous, man. I swear they put a Dollar General in every single store or every single town. Yeah, except for ones that have a Walmart. Yeah. Because they have a solid strategy. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Thank you. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. It obviously is because they have one fucking everywhere. Fucking it. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. So there's one at the corner of like Lake Nepissing Road and Old Old 21 going into Lapeer. Yeah. And then like three miles later, there's one in Lapeer. No shit. Uh... I'm not sure if my geography and like distance plays out there. I'm Your sure somebody will correct this. Geology and geography and geocaching. Is anybody listening right now? Send me a text uh, if you're listening. Nope. It, no one's listening. No, I, I have no idea. It doesn't tell you that anymore. Oh, what a fucking dirty, rotten scoundrel. Yeah. If you're listening and you know any either of us, like text me or Snapchat me or send a... You can email us at pineapplenipplearsehole at gmail.com. Has anybody emailed us? Does anybody ever email us? Uh, we got some emails from Spreaker and Chartable. Oh, nice. Telling us that we are still... Still charting in Israel. Yes, we are still very, very good in Israel. They fucking love us in Israel, so yeah. go you, man. We need to take this on the road to Israel. Fighting, uh, fighting for the Holy Land and... Yeah. The Jews and the Palestinians, and this is fucking amazing. Uh, why do so many bad things come into my head to say? I, you should let them fly, man. I do. Look at me. Look we, where it's gotten me. <laughs> <laughs> we could go on site in Jerusalem and be like, we're broadcasting live from the site where Jesus shit on a landmine. On a landmine. He wasn't crucified, folks. Nope. He died for your sins by shitting on a landmine. He knew that landmine was there. He shit anyways. <laughs> he shit with purpose. Yes. To 
to that save was one, to that was one of those you. that was one of those he had three bottles of wine that the night before shits wow do we seem like a couple of heathens right now <laughs> sorry mom i i swear neither one of us are that bad no no we're but not but we don't have a filter no, because when things are funny, they're fucking funny. It doesn't they matter are. who you're making. It doesn't matter the subject matter, who you're making fun of. We're not racist. We're not sexist. We're not homophobic. If it's fucking funny, it's fucking funny. I don't care who it involves. But the, the vision of, you know, a gown-laden Jesus straddling a uh, landmine to take a duke. Yes. Swing and a miss. That almost made it. That was amazing. Nice. Tonight's broadcast brought to you by Coors Light. I did finish that one. You, you gonna get it? No, no. Oh, well, that was man. left-handed. That was left-handed. Ah, yeah. So, yeah. what other group can we offend right now? All of them. All of them. Hey, if you're out there and you're breathing, fuck you. <laughs> so we already. Uh, we and if already... you're breathing, especially, fuck you. The world is overpopulated. Yes. Pull shame, out, man. Shame on you. You couldn't pull out of a driveway. I uh, Since we've already offended Christians, uh, we can talk about the <laughs> drawing that you have of a Mohammed shitting on a landmine. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> I, I can't help it if it, that's going to be my next tattoo. Well, you know, <laughs> wouldn't that be just awful? This uh, Mohammed shitting on a landmine? <laughs> I'm going to go to Dearborn and get a tattoo. What do you think? <laughs> Oh, God. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? <laughs> I need to know. Is this a good idea or not? Do you think this is something I'm going to regret 14 seconds after handing it to the guy? <laughs> Muhammad shitting on a lamb. Don't worry, I've got one of Jesus shitting on a landmine, too. <laughs> I want one on each cheek. That's right. <sighs> oh, man. <sighs> I ate too much. Yeah, we did. I, I didn't eat too much to be funny, but I ate too much to be comfortable. I I, I was not Wait, shy. Wait, I'm not funny. I'm sorry. I was not shy with the uh, fried rice. I know rice. Mr. Hibachi Runner over here. Fucking I asked for some f- fried rice, and he gives me two fucking big-ass spatulas full of it. So yep. It was good. It was very, very good. But I felt compelled. The power of Adam compelled me to eat it all. And then even yum-yum sauce. Oh, the fucking yum-yum sauce. Yum-yum. Oh. That'll loop things up for tomorrow, so I'm oh, yeah. about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I use plenty of sesame oil. Oh, I noticed. But sesame oil is so good. That's going to make your colon like a luge. <laughs> uh, the luge. <laughs> Why is it like every other Winter Olympics, somebody dies practicing the luge? Because you're on like a little death... <laughs> You know, you're on it. You're on an egg crate going 85 miles an hour with twists and turns downhill. Yeah. Well, you ever pulled anybody behind a car on one of those little like rail sleds? Of course. Absolute death waiting to happen. I'm shocked. Those are pretty unforgiving. We we had some broken bones and we had a few mishaps, some lots of stitches, but no one ever got seriously hurt with all of our shenanigans growing up. No. Like, Which is amazing. Like, we end up a few trips to the ER, but nobody, no, like, permanent damage. I, I'm going to say permanent damage. I don't think anybody really acquired any permanent damage, per se. Let's face it. Some of our friends definitely lost some earning potential. Yeah, that's true. some of our shenanigans. It's yeah. like, oh, you, you watch them doing something, you're like, 
Yeah, but that's going to take a thousand bucks off of their yearly potential. <laughs> I like I like that we're speaking in hypotheticals and potentials now. Well, that just stopped him from ever cracking six figures. Next thing you know, he's going to be shitting on a landmine. <laughs> what a visual. What a visual. Every time you say it, I just see it. I see it in my... It's it's wonderful. It's like... Who, who is it? Now it's Muhammad. Oh, wow. <laughs> Actually, now it's Peter Griffin. <laughs> well, from Family Guy, might be the same. Yeah, I don't know. I've never, I've never seen. I can't, I can't think of what Muhammad looks like. I just uh, can't picture it. Oh, <laughs> I went there. Oh, you! Ooh. Wow, just can't picture it. You know what grinds my gears? <laughs> What's that? Amish people. Oh dear lord! They're just trying to be difficult. Now you're going to offend all our Amish listeners. Yep. <laughs> That was oh. the cat, by the way. Yeah, that stupid cat. Just went out of here in a blaze of glory. Oh, I should have I should have given people the codes to my security cameras in here. Yeah, please do. Oh, there you go. That you way they could look at them and watch us. Give it now. That'd be great. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, she... <laughs> Daisy Chain 6969. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. oh, man. So it was a glorious weekend. I'm running out of material, I feel like. I, I have stories to tell, but I just... Some of them have to strike me and be in the right mood. Plus, let's face it, we've done enough drunken shenanigans with the podcast, I've kind of forgotten which stories I've told and which ones I haven't. Well, we're kind of at that point where, without planning anything, it's like, did I tell that? And maybe we didn't do episode 18 twice. Maybe we've just completely run out of things to say. Hey, Cookie's listening. And you can suck my dick if you don't like Coors Light there, Cookie. <laughs> He says, Coors Light is a dick sucker's beer. I haven't sucked any dick since college. <laughs> hey, I needed a ride. Yeah. I mean, it was late. Hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks, man. It was late. It was raining. I mean, it wasn't raining real hard. And I didn't have far to walk. But, but I, I needed a ride. This Coors Light's hit me just fine. Yeah. I mean, it's no PBR, but... No, but... But really, if, you, if you're not drinking... If PBR has to be either in the long neck bottle or on draft. Oh! The one party store I frequent actually has cases of, or has 40s of PBR. Maybe I'll buy a couple cases of 40s of PBR. What do you think of oh, that idea? Oh, that'd be nice. Why can't, you know, we mention all these brands and, I mean, unshittable trash cans, Coors Light, PBR, uh, shitty landmines, and nobody sponsors us. Nope. I can't figure out why. I don't know either. Is it because we uh, are getting tattoos of Muhammad shitting on a landmine? It could be. There could be some people that... Israel loves that stick. Yeah. That's huge in Israel. Fuck, man. That's going to boost us to the top 50 in Israel. Yeah. Which we have been. We've been as high as... Number two. Unbelievable. We were number two. We were, we were Israeli dookie. Who does number two work for? <laughs> this chair. I like this chair. They're comfortable. And they have a, they have a table on the side. Uh. That they do. Plus, now we've got the... Uh, Black Sabbath playing in the background. Yeah. Oh, shit! So, yeah. Podcast from the garage. This kind of a bucket list thing for me. Really? No, but it made for good conversation. Let me tell you, when we did the Saturday Night School of Rock from my garage, that was pretty badass. Do you remember when Eddie and I did that? It was about a year ago now. He had cricket mic. 
because I had crickets in my garage, so we put oh, one on yeah. the floor. So you could hear the crickets every time we thought, because you had a mic just dedicated to the crickets. I'm like, that's actually, Eddie, you have good ideas, but once in a while you have a fucking great idea. Yeah? Yeah. That was a great idea. I, I would totally put a raccoon on if they come out. I know. They... Yeah. Where are you, raccoons? Eddie Fury doesn't like cold pasta or raccoons. No, he's a bitch. Or answering the phone at the radio station. Or answering the phone anywhere. Yeah. Or being, like, yeah, being personable. (laughs) Personable, social, likable. (laughs) I'm Uh, just waiting for him to go off on somebody on Swap Shop someday. I cannot wait. Oh, you know what grinds my gears? People think I have something to do with Swap Shop. They ask me swap shop questions all the time, and I'm like, they won't let me host. I've asked over and over and over again. Oh, Eddie was impressed because the other night I actually did some research on John McMurray. John McMurray. John McMurray. He served in the Air Force. He's an Air Force veteran. Nice. He graduated from the New York State Maritime College in 1964 with a degree in meteorology. He then went into the Air Force, and nice. he worked for uh, a station in Rhode Island, and then he came to Michigan. And and we've been blessed with John McMurray ever since. So he's been in Michigan for 30 years, but he still has the New York accent. I guess yes. it's tough. Is that tough to lose? Must be. Yeah. Or it, maybe he has lost it but likes it because it sets him apart. Yeah. And Eddie, of course, calls me weird because I have all this weird historical context that I remember. He's like, why do you remember all this shit? I'm like, what else am I going to do? Winds coming in from the north northeast at three miles an hour. I'm meteorologist John McMurray. Here with your overnight forecast. <laughs> with your overnight forecast for WMIC and WTGV FM, I'm meteorologist John McMurray. <laughs> we love you, J Mac. Seventy five yes. years old, by the way. Three really? kids, yeah. Yep. Like kids, kids, like he had them when he was like No, 70? he was younger. They're all in their forties and fifties oh, wow. now. He's I was going to give him mad props. John McMurray. John McMurray. Man, people would have lost their shit if him and Judy Coy would have ever hooked up. Maybe they did. Could you imagine if John McMurray and Judy Coy hooked up? Could you imagine? Would they just be doing their radio voices saying their own names over and over again during sex? John McMurray. <laughs> Judy Coy. Oh, man. Suddenly, I can't picture somebody shitting on a landmine. Judy Coy was a hot piece of ass when she was younger, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. Have you seen pictures of her? I seen her when she was older. She was a smoke I mean, show. You could see that. You could see that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet you John McMurray tapped that. I hope so. For your sake, I do John McMurray. I'm coming in with a high-pressure system from the north-northeast. <laughs> About to put it in your tropical depression. About to fill up your fun bags with a low-pressure cell. <laughs> <laughs> the jet stream has carried me to the north. <laughs> Low-hanging clouds. <laughs> oh, we've turned something as wholesome as John McMurray and Judy Coy into something they should not be. <sighs> <laughs> You're welcome. All I can say to you is you're welcome. (laughs) Well, what else are we going to talk about? I mean, I don't know. There's everything's going back to normal, normal, whatever that is, Normal, you know, so not that we've ever talked much about the goings on of things in the world. 
we're not really a current event podcast other than in our own little world. I wrote my resignation letter. Really? Yeah. To the says, podcast or to... No, to my job when I oh. can finally quit it. It just says, to whom it may concern, pack it up your ass. Kind, kind regards, Phil. Is that War- solid? It should be warmest regards. Yeah, it's okay. Warmest regards, not kind of... Okay. Yeah. Warmest regards, Phil. Postscript, P.S., spin on it. Yeah. Yeah. See, I had a little bit of help tailor that, but I think it's very quick to the point to the point, no faking. Yeah. Cooking MCs like a pound of bacon. It's solid. It's solid. I mean, pack it up your ass. I mean, uh, the phrase pack it up your ass is, is wonderful because really um, a lot of times things in print, you can read it in your own head in the tone, but there's no way to like. You can't change the tone of pack, pack it up, it up your, your ass. ass. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be angry. Yeah. Like, I mean. There's no, uh, hey, pack it up your ass, buddy. I love you, man. Yeah. No, it's not like that. No. no. Pack it up your ass. That's right. It's going to be in a Jersey accent. Too. I wish I could have John McMurray read it and send him an audio file. <laughs> to whom it may concern, pack it up your ass. Pack that low pressure system straight up your ass. A meteorologist, John McMurray. Warmest regards. <laughs> Warmest regards, Phil Nickel. You know, I'll never get to... I'll work until I die. Maybe I'm already dead. Could be. I wonder that. There I, was a night I distinctly remember. It was a Thursday. And I got... I was bad. I got really drunk in an establishment. And I drove home. And I woke up and I was skidding sideways in a field. In my car. Because I had fallen asleep. And I corrected it, got back on the road, and made it home. But I wondered if I died that night. Because I feel like a part of my soul has been gone ever since then. Huh. Well, maybe just a part of your soul died. And it was a Thursday night. It was about three and a half years ago. I should know better. I'm not condoning drinking and driving ever. No one ever should. It's never a good idea. But I felt invincible at the time. And, uh, yeah, I woke up. And, and it's funny because here's why I thought I died. It was a Thursday. I went into work the next day on a Friday. And I went out to the parking lot, and one of my tires was low. So I went to put air in it and noticed that there was dirt in the bead because it skidded. So it sealed back up. And then I went back to work, and my boss was like, Hey, I want to talk to you in the conference office. And I got fired. And I went out to my car, and I had another flat tire. And I took it to the... I took it to... Limped it to the tire shop. And I had... I just lost my job. And I hit, he's like, yeah, I can't save that tire. You got to put a new one on there. So not only did I get fired, I died the night before. And then I had to put a brand, pay for a brand new tire on my car. Yeah. That would kind of suck. That's uh, one of those all-time lows. That was, uh, that was my three and a half... That's what kind of prompted me to kind of get my shit together a little better. So... When I was like 19 years old, I was seeing a girl from up in Huron County and I broke up with her drove home on a really rainy November night at like 2 in the morning smacked a deer on Bad X Road yeah it was smacked a deer on uh, Bad X Road just before you get to Atwater or no uh, sorry um, just before you get to Bay City Forestville Road right and uh, it was still alive so a car pulls up as I'm like beating this thing in the head with a crowbar. As one is wont to do, yes. Yes. And it's, you know, like I say, it's two in the morning. I'm just pissed off. And 
It really didn't damage my car much. I had a big Buick. But there was a lot of pent-up aggression there. Yeah. So I smashed its head in real good. And uh, then just got back in my car and left, even though there was these people, like, with their lights on the deer as I'm smashing its head in. Did you say you want to take it home or what, motherfucker? No, I just looked at them all drenched in rain and just got back in the car because I was freezing. Sighed and just took off? Yep. Threw the tire iron down. Oh, you did you leave it there? Yeah, I was just like, fuck it. Do you think somebody came along and grabbed that deer by the tail and drug it down the road? Thump, 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 well, let me tell you a story about that tire iron. All right, go on. Did it come back mysteriously? No, no. But maybe oh. it got returned to its rightful owner. Did you have your name stamped on it or something? No, it was a big, huge, like, pry bar. Not really okay. a tire iron, but like a three-foot yeah. heavy pry bar. We call and, that a persuader. Uh, I kind of got it out of somebody's car at Hex Bar in Pinnabog. Ooh, Hex Bar in Pinnabog. We, we were out... Uh, you can sponsor us too, Hex. Yes. We were out uh, We were out gathering some, uh, some road uh, decorations. Yeah, I know what, exactly what you're talking about. And, uh, and we needed a pry bar. So we went to Hex Bar. It was like the only place around because we, we were gathering the Hick Trifecta. Do you know Which, what that is? That's the, uh, the the sign that says, like, farmer exiting the tractor. The like tractor, a farmer on a tractor, the cow, and the, the deer. The cow and the deer, yes, yes. Yep. And bonus points if you get the cow that has horns and an udder. So you can add uh, now another one to add is the Amish buggy now. Too. Yes, yes. Um, you can interchange that almost with the um, with either one of them. So you get any of those three. Yeah, any any of those four in, in the trifecta. And if you get the quad. Oh, Legend fucking you're, dairy. You're you're something special. But anyways, we were trying we were trying to get the Hick trifecta. Why do you need a pro? You just need half inch wrenches. Well, funny thing. Go on. In Huron County, they they weld. Oh, tell me more. Those bastards would weld that shit, wouldn't they? Yep. They uh, they weld it up a little bit or Whoa. scar them up real bad. Yeah. So what we found was with the with we, we grabbed the pry bar just out of desperation. We bent the hell out of the sign, but we did pop it off of there. And uh, then we realized that it was better to just grab a hacksaw and saw the thing off. Oh, yeah. With the pole and everything, and then just take that off later. Yeah, but, take it back to your home shop. But, yeah, we, we found a big, giant pry bar in the back of a truck in uh, a hex bar. Wow. So we grabbed that. And I, uh, I like stealing shit with stolen goods. Yeah. And uh, so I just left it there because I thought this is kind of bad juju. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever, ever since I, ever since I came into contact with this thing, I've had nothing but a string of bad luck. Right. And I and I was with her when we were trying to steal those signs. So. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's full but circle. But other than that, she was pretty lame. Yeah. She didn't like Dumb and Dumber. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like was like. Yeah. This isn't gonna work out. I'm sorry. Are you shitting me? Nope. I, I, like literally I, earlier that night we'd been at Bad X and we went shopping and stuff we went to the Bad X theater to watch Dumb and Dumber and I was so excited because I was so anxious to see that of course and we come walking out and she's just like I just didn't think it was that funny and I'm like meanwhile I hurt because I've laughed so hard oh. and I'm like oh, God, dumper dumper yep see ya you cut that bitch loose Yep. Better be somebody else's problem. Yeah. That's always my advice. My friends don't come to me very much for relationship advice because I'm like, dump her. Cut that bitch loose. Let her be somebody else's problem. <laughs> but I love her. Well, then why are you fucking complaining to me about her? Yeah. <laughs> that is very true. The answer's in the question, my friend. 
But I love her. Well, then you fucking should put up with all of her bullshit then. I, I have no complaints. I mean, yeah. the wife comes out here and isn't like looking at us funny. She grabbed beers. I know. We were talking about shitting Muhammad's on landmines. And yeah, she's just like, yeah, oh, unfazed. Unfazed. Yeah. I don't think she can be phased by any of our bullshit that we she, say anymore, though. She's like, that's the fifth weirdest thing I've heard you say today. Just, yeah. She's like, you don't want to hear the top four. <laughs> One of them came through the bathroom door. You need some Metamucil. <laughs> <laughs> We are having septic issues, so may, that might be a thing. <laughs> uh, oh. Ooh. Hash pipe by Weezer. 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 Tonight's music brought to you by the artist that recorded it. Yes. <laughs> They're not sponsors either. <laughs> I don't know. This, uh, you know, I'm I'm thankful today for Adam Filkins because I would have I would have quit this fucking podcast bullshit probably a month ago. Seriously, we could quit? No, not at that. this point. I didn't know that. We can't. No, we're at episode sixty-one. No, sixty. This is actually the sixty-fourth episode. Are you shitting me? No. Wow. So we can't quit now. I mean, no. y- you keep going. You, I mean. Really, I keep coming up with new and creative ways to disappoint my parents, and this podcast is kind of the vehicle for it. Yeah. So why stop now? I mean, I'm I'm 42 years old. Uh, I can't let them get comfortable with shit. No. If if you if you stop now, they'd be like, "You okay, Phil? Yeah. You need. Have you given up? Yeah. What's, you know, you should shower. <laughs> you should shower, <laughs> man. You stink. Peel yourself off that couch and shower, then Febreze that thing. Yeah. My couch is in dire straits. I had a roommate who just used and abused it. He was a heavy smoker and drinker and threw up on shit. He always promised me he'd buy me a new couch, and he never bought me a new couch. Hell, he always promised he was going to pay rent, too, and he never did. Instead, I ended up loaning him money all the time for booze. <laughs> I ended up in the hole. Not that way in the hole. And uh, <laughs> now I see he's got his life together and he's buying expensive guitars and everything. I almost feel like, hey, that guitar is almost as nice as my new coach. I almost feel like messaging him, but I'm not going to be that guy. You, uh, I've, I've never been your roommate. No, it's not you. <laughs> okay, cool. It's not you, brother. There were a lot of parallels. <laughs> well. Although I've never been a heavy smoker and I've yeah. never really been that rough on a couch. Yeah, I don't know. He just killed. And my mother. Oh, my God. She saw the couch when it came back to Deckerville because it had been in Mason with me. And she's like, we bought that couch brand new, and we gave it to you. What the <laughs> fuck? And I'm like, it wasn't me, Mom. Trust me. It wasn't There's me. a guy shitting landmines on so it. So now, now I've got a couch cover that goes on it. And when it's not on there, the kids are like, oh. Ooh. But that's why we've got a couch cover, kids. You know, they, they do make new couches. It's the worst-looking five-year-old. I'm waiting for him to buy me the couch he promised me. Yeah, I could afford the nicest couch you'll ever want, but fuck. It's the principle of the thing. I'd make him buy me something else. I'd just go steal one of his guitars. That's not a bad idea. All right. Yeah, I, I'm going to need more details about this. You when, know who it is. I'm sure I do. He sucks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He lived with me in Mason, and all he did was drink day in and day out. Got him a couple different jobs. He fucked them all away, and he he would bag out on seeing his kids all the time. He'd be like, "I'm just going to stay here this weekend," and he wouldn't go see his kids when he was supposed to. It was bad. He was deep in the throes of alcoholism, which I'm happy he's gotten his shit together. I really, oh am. yeah. But I can't ever. He and I can't 
hang out because it seems like he'll get his shit together. Like before he moved in with me, it seemed like he had his shit together. And he just would, when he's around me, he goes into a relapse mode. Really? Yeah. Like I'm bad, bad news for him. He's bad news for me. Like when I was in Croswell, a lot of my problems there are like him and I were partners in crime and all the shit getting kicked out of bars, getting in fights, going to jail. He had a lot to do with all that. And I went to Mason and I got myself square and he went the opposite way. And I said, you know, we just need to cut ties. And we have. Yeah. I still love the guy, but we're just not good, not good around each other like that, you know? Yeah. And I decided to, I decided that I wanted my life to be more constructive instead of destructive, which is why I do things like all the broadcasting, the podcast, and try to do things that are constructive. Leaving your mark on the world. Yeah, other than a skid mark, yeah. Yeah, and not in like a pissing on a tree kind of way. Or shitting on a landmine. Yeah. 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 100%. You don't want to leave your splatter on the world, but <laughs> your mark is okay. Yeah. So, and, you know, there's times when he's like, oh, we should hang out. And I've always been like kind of politely ducked it and been like, no, I'm kind of busy. <sighs> yeah. I really wish you'd just honor your commitment and buy me the couch that you said you were going to. And then mosey. Maybe that couch would be bad juju. Maybe, Maybe you don't we should want it. burn the list. Ooh, I have a flamethrower. I have a flamethrower in my car. Do you have gasoline? Well, yes. You're gonna fire the flamethrower off tonight. I have wreck ninety. Woo! Piece yeah. of candy. Yeah. All right. So after we get done with this podcast, you're going to fire off the old flamethrower. Finish him. You're gonna oh, see how. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not that. Maybe not. Oh, maybe. yeah? Well, screw you guys. I'm going home. I do like these new headphones, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They work out. And we're about to fire off the flamethrower. And uh, we talked about... <laughs> this whole podcast was about shitting on landmines, essentially. Yeah. Wow, man. We really make fucking chicken salad out of chicken shit sometimes, don't we? We do. And there's... There are raccoons around here somewhere. I swear to God, I'm not making them up. I think the flamethrower might bring them out. It might. The heat. The heat. <laughs> it's not the. It's the heat of the meat and the angle of the dangle. Oh. So I'm going to take video of you firing off the flamethrower, and we're going to put that on our uh, on our Facebook page. Nice. nice. Do you think that's a good appropriate spot for that? It fires gasoline and not kerosene. Yeah, gasoline. Yeah. Wow. And it'll it'll rope a flame out there 30 foot. That seems very excessively dangerous. Extremely. I told you, I had to fucking do a background check and pat, do a questionnaire. I had to do one of those circular questionnaires where it asks you the same question different uh-huh. ways over and over again to see, make sure you answer consistently so you're yeah. not clinically insane, which we know I'm insane, but I've, figured, right. but I've gamed the system. I've, I cracked the code. I know the answers they're looking for. Fantastic. Just like when I went and got diagnosed as bipolar, I studied up and knew the answers they were looking for because my ex-wife insisted I was bipolar and that I needed to go get medicine for it. So I just told the doctor the answers they wanted to hear, and they're like, yeah, you're, you're kind of bipolar. And I got lithium, and I never took it. Huh. Yeah. You know, was one of the questions, what are you buying to go with this flamethrower And when you're, like, smoking jacket? Smoking they're jacket. Like, they're like, oh, winner, winner, chicken dude, dinner, bitch. He's good. I didn't bring the smoking jacket. but Probably I, the most sensible thing you could buy with a flamethrower is a smoking jacket. I mean, if you're going to buy a fucking flamethrower that ropes 30 foot of flame out there, you should have a smoking jacket and maybe either a pipe or cigar yeah. in your mouth. Feel strongly about this. That's going to be I, the look. I so, do have a little fear of the flamethrower, but it's a healthy fear. So when I want, I want you to be part of flamethrower versus because I need your you and your wife's expertise for some editing uh, because I want to set up. I've got what five GoPros and a good camera. 
set up different angles and we're going to do flamethrower versus random things and we're going to edit it and we're going to do like 10 to 15 minute videos and put them on YouTube. Seems like my island would be a very safe spot to light them. And I think so and I think I think people would watch it and I think maybe it would be the bump we need to maybe gain some popularity and do a tie-in with the podcast. Uh, I like where you're going with that. Uh, we need we need more platforms and we need more we need to diversify a little bit, I feel like. If you want to see flaming shit. Yeah. Like, not like feces. Oh, we'll, like, we'll light dog, bags of dog shit on fire. Oh, all all we'll day put, long. We'll put dog shit in a fucking lunch pack sack, a paper lunch sack, and light it on fire. How awesome would it be to set the lunch sack on fire from 30 feet away? Yeah. So I told you some of my ideas, right? Like uh, marshmallow peeps, little plastic army men versus like balloons filled with gasoline versus yeah versus flamethrower. Um, I mean, divor- my divorce decree versus flamethrower. Things nice. like that, yeah. I probably have a guitar we could do versus flamethrower. Yeah, I mean, everything you could do. I mean, obviously, it's going to be inanimate objects. We're not going to do anything. We're not psychos. We're not going to do any sort of live anything. Whether well, it be- geese. So, well, people want geese. And, of course, insects. People would get behind insects. But we're inadvertently... If, you know, like when Randy Johnson smoked that bird with the fastball. That, yeah. Like, that was inadvertent. There's going right. to be maybe some spiders or flies or possibly a bird that might be in a wrap, but it's inadvertent. It's not on purpose, folks. Correct. So, yeah, just to total, let you know. total by accident. That's right. Just like the three people I've murdered, it was totally by accident. Yeah, we planned nothing. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that locking them in a room and farting through a small peephole incessantly would cut off their oxygen. I thought. I thought they'd be fine. Yeah, like putting on a pair of rubber underwear with a gas mask hose on right. and then putting that gas mask on somebody. Right. I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I, I never would have guessed it. Yeah. You know? No, nobody would have. Nobody could have foreseen that. Yeah, just like, you know, we did the challenge. One of the environmentalists told me that, you know, cows give off more toxic gases than, than, than uh, vehicles, you know, like burning fossil fuels. So I said, all right, I'm going to put myself in my garage with 10 cows and you... Let your car run in your garage overnight and hang out in there. And they died, of course, and I was fine with the cows. I mean, they yeah. looked at me funny when I was pounding down hamburgers, but that's their own hookup. You know? Yeah, well, and, and they they were, they were seemed okay with the masturba- masturbation, like the massive amounts of masturbation going on in there. But I mean, the milking cows thought, hey, he's just practicing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look at the low yield on that thing. They're like, oh, my God, that's not... <laughs> Wow, he does not produce worse shit. Look at that, man. That he's not, not going to feed anything with that. I hope he's eating this good cereal because it's going to be dry. <laughs> nice stroke, though. Yeah. But boy, he milked the hell out of it. <laughs> wow. On that note, we should probably... What's stamina? Up. We should... <laughs> it took him forever, but once he saw that one video, for some reason, it only took about seven seconds after that. <laughs> Once he got that good foot job pouring on there. Well, once he got that going. Oh, God. Well, on that note, we probably should get out of here. Adam's got to go fire off the old uh, flamethrower. Yeah. We'll post a video to our webpage. Wait, not our webpage, our Facebook page. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So the, the Quick Trip will be giving commentary about how it made you feel. That would be fantastic. <laughs> We have two quick trips possibly to post this week, right? Well, the one we did last week. The one we recorded last week. Hey, April Fools, we posted the same one two weeks in a row. (laughs) You cracked the code. All right. It was a best of. It was 
It's kind of like my favorite thing, and I think I posted this on Facebook a couple times. I love it when bands that only have two albums do a greatest hits album. Or the third. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? All right. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. You've been listening to the PNA Podcast Express. Pineapple nipple arsehole at gmail.com. PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. Make good choices. 